This is Show Me Today, the voice of Missouri. I'm Cameron Connor. We're going to dive into the prevalence of car thefts and what you can do to help prevent it to your own view. There is an atypical respiratory illness going on among dogs across the United States. And we're going to catch up with the University of Missouri Veterinary Center to dive into it. And how about a stop at the Federal Reserve Bank in Kansas City? Today, as part of our series of interviews with the Missouri Veterans Commission, we meet Navy veteran Richard Youngs, a resident of the Cameron Veterans Home. He joins Ashley Bird to reflect on his time served and how he got his sea legs. My branch of service was Navy, and I was uh, on a ship, a heavy cruiser, and I was in the fire department. I had to keep steam built up so it moved the shafts. So that was my job in number four fire room. What ship was it? And tell me a little bit more about it. USS Columbus, CA-74. And it was a heavy cruiser, and uh, it burnt oil. We had to take all the oil out in the middle of the ocean. And so that was quite a feat, especially sometimes when we was low on oil. Uh, the sea was pretty rough, and the ships was pretty close to the side, and they had to run hose, uh, big lines from one ship to the other to run the so that was a very fascinating thing to me. Uh, now, I was, of course, I was in number four fire room and probably on duty to keep uh, steam build up so we could keep the ship alongside of one another. After all of that and taking on stuff, while we was in uh, Pacific, we thought we was going to Korea, but we ended up turning back up and we went up to Bremerton, Washington, which is Pusen Sound of the Naval Shipyard and was in there for uh, three months, and then back out to sea and, and on a trial run and back in, and, and then went through the Panama Canal over in the Atlantic to watch the Russians. You mentioned to me that coming from where you grew up to going out, tell me, tell me what you told me about seeing the Pacific for the first time. Uh, seeing the Pacific the first time was, it was uh, when we went, uh, I got on the ship, and uh, uh, from after a uh, uh, training camp. And then they shipped us up the coast to the ship, which was in the harbor uh, at uh, south of L.A. And uh, we had to stay overnight before we went to the ship. And, and then finally they ended up uh, getting orders to pull out and out in the Pacific we went. And the first time that I came up from the, the lower deck, just to uh, look out to see when we was out in the open sea and being an old farm boy, I thought to myself, my God, what am I doing here? There's no land. <laughs> so, uh, but that was the uh, fascinating things that on my time there. And then, of course, I didn't get to go to Korea, didn't get to go to Hawaii. I wanted to make a trip to Hawaii. Never got there because of back through the Panama Canal we went after we went through shipyard. So this was 1947 to 1951, but you still were pretty busy. You saw some combat? Yeah, well, I got, uh, uh, of course, uh, uh, the only thing that I got to go home for was for my mother's funeral. After, And I was in boot camp then, that's before I got on the ship. One of the first places we went after we went back through the Panama Canal was, was uh, Norfolk, Virginia, which is a big naval base. And uh, then took on... Uh, some graduates from the uh, uh, Naval Aca- uh, Academy to take them to foreign countries to uh, show them what was. But uh, we have to remember that about by the time, the, the country don't look at all, the cities don't look at all like 
they do now. Uh, but it was very fascinating for most of those midshipmen to see off the ship and go to shore, different town, uh, like Italy, Chinoa, Italy, and all them places. And uh, it was it was just, uh, you can imagine the way that, uh, that east uh, half of the, uh, now the way they're blowing up one another, same way. And the poor people didn't have nothing, and they, they just always begged. You get off the ship, get on shore, and some of the mothers send their kids down after to uh, get money, stuff like that. But they was, they was looking for all kinds of hands out. So you saw Europe after World War II, and yeah. that's the destruction you're talking about yeah. seeing. Um, I read that you won a medal. What did you win a medal for? Well, for a medal for uh, being on the ship, that was the flagship with an admiral on it. And we all got medal for that. And uh, uh, Ben, I was in the Korean War. I got the medal, which is a uh, ribbon up here. And that's got a medal with it too. And uh, the medal is home in my lockbox. But I kept this ribbon up here on my camp so I'd have it. And uh, so, and my church gave me this deal up here on my cap. And it's, it's got a, a, a very nice saying on it. And uh, through the church, First Christian Church here in Cameron. And uh, I'm our pastor. And uh, he knows all about service people too. And so, and, uh, but uh, uh, I've hit so many countries and so many things uh, that I've seen that uh, I just couldn't really believe it. Other than what we had on the radio about old farmhouse, the only <laughs> thing we had is old radio with an old car battery to hear about the war news, and that's all the uh, information I had. Anything about us kids growing up, us four boys, no sisters, four young men. I was the oldest, and there's twins, and then my uh, younger brother, and uh, they eventually all deceased, and I'm the only one left out of my immediate family. So what you saw. I guess uh, we'll move on from this, but your personal re reflection, having known what you heard on the radio back at the farm, right? And then you saw Europe. What was your overall impression of what it looked like after World War II? Uh, what brought World War II is uh, I just, uh, it was just hard to believe that they, that, uh, they could, so many young men that we said over there could be killed and not come home to their families and stuff like that. And uh, it, uh, it's hard to, uh, for us young kids on the farm, even in the cities, going to high school and stuff like that. And uh, uh, like I say, we set up to listen right uh, every night after everything was done at the house. We had the radio on and getting the war news. But then there was some other programs we had on, like, uh, uh, we came home from the old country school, which we had to walk to country school, uh, uh, rain, snow, or sleet didn't make any difference. And if you didn't have temperature, you had to go. Now, my mother had a, a thermometer. <laughs> and so, but I was the only one that was really uh, had uh, uh, my uh, uh, bad time with uh, uh, cold. And I had uh, allergies. And that sure uh, was hard on the older boy. 
and but I've survived it down through the years, as you know now, right. <laughs> and uh, still fighting COVID and stuff like that. So it's a fight to battle to keep, and the good Lord's behind you.